Well, good evening to you. Welcome back to another episode of A Walk Back to Self-Love. I am, of course, your host, Amber Hugie. And no, I don't have a fancy intro. Do-do-do-do-do-do. <laughs> I'm just getting the message out. So I uh, am currently laying on my yoga mat staring at my ceiling. And I finally got to turn the air off. <sighs> because it's been so hot in Indiana. I'm like, oh, not complaining though. Because I know in a couple months I'm going to wish it was 90. So I'm just enjoying the sweat from every crevice when I'm out and about running around or outside walking my park or whatever. I'm like, just drink water and be happy. Just drink water and be happy. You're going to miss this shit. <laughs> so it just feels nice to have the, the life force flowing through my place. And uh, I want to do yoga tonight before bed, but I felt an episode brewing. I was like, all right, Amber, it's about month end. I have officially put out four episodes this month. Woo! That's one a week. That ain't bad. For not realizing it, I'm like, well, look at that. How divinely timed is that? <laughs> but, uh, you know, whenever I hit record, it's always a surprise what's going to unfold on the other side. You know, that that's that's how I like life, though. You know, it's like when I go home to Metro Detroit and I am on 75 and I'm coming to that incline and I see the Detroit skyline in the background. I'm like, ooh, what energy exchanges are we going to have this trip? <laughs> you know, and it's the unraveling of life. And it's taken me a really long time to enjoy that process of it naturally unraveling without me trying to control it. Or me wanting to know every fucking step of the way. And so I'm just trying to, to show up for myself where I possibly can with whatever mental strength I have afterwards for other people. And enjoy my life because, you know, I know it's a fucked up world. But we are actually here to live it and enjoy it. But unfortunately, there's just so much chaos that's always unraveling, and it just feels like it's really hell right now. You know, like for the last, you know, I don't, I don't even know. I don't want to put a, a time limit on it, but the last couple years have definitely felt worse than it's been, I think, in my life on a world stage worse than it's ever been just because people are fucking unhinged you know what I mean like truly unhinged and I see it on the roads when I'm driving and I'm actually having conversations with people now like the other day I was at a light and I wasn't texting I wasn't scrolling on social media while I was waiting at the light like I literally was at the light and I took my foot off the gas slowly because I try to take care of my car. I'm not trying to gun it. I'm not trying to slam on the brakes. I'm not trying to... Yeah, no, that's my car. I pay for her. <laughs> you know, like I'm trying to keep her in good shape. And this, it was like literally five seconds that it took me to start to rev up and go when the light turned green. This guy started laying on his horn. I was like, the fuck? 
And I, I put my arm out the window, didn't flip them off because, you know, I'm trying to not put out that energy because I will do that. I've done that plenty of times. I'm like, fuck you. So I'm not saying it's always other people. I definitely bring that energy too because it's annoying how shitty people are out in the world on the road and how scary it is. So I put my arm out the window and I was like, hey. And I could see him in the window and he's there in my rearview mirror and he's like bobbing his head. So he revs it up and he comes around next to me and his window's down, my window's down. And I looked at him, I was like, dude, what? I was at the light for five seconds, five seconds. And he's like, "Eh." I was like, do you know how scary it is on these fucking roads? I was like, people are driving wild out here and you're laying on your horn because I'm not going fast enough for you. And then he started putting his hands up in the air like, okay, all right. And then he's like kind of smirking and he's like, you're right, sorry. And I was like, holy shit, holy shit. Do we just have a negotiate? And we're both driving safely because our eyes are on the road. They were looking at each other, eyes on the road. But we literally were having a conversation about it. I've never, I've never had that ever. And so that was strange yet rewarding that not everybody's an asshole you know behind the wheel even though they drive like it but when you have a conversation like you hope that that shit would kind of happen you know I just never imagined that it would so I was like okay you know uh and I try to be mindful of my energy when I'm behind the wheel because you know if I truly stay true to my beliefs I believe in the law of attraction when it comes to energy and it's hard to stay balanced in life with all the craziness of life. But if your vibe is off all day long, you're going to bring that to you. I'm fully aware of that and vice versa, you know. And on the flip side, if you feel good all day and you're vibing high, you're going to bring that to you too, you know. So it's like. I don't know, it's, uh, I was thinking today, I was like, now what? You know, now what? My friend and I were having coffee talk this morning on FaceTime, and I was like, I just feel like I'm not really missing out on anything, like, at the moment. I mean, yeah, I could always want to have more money, for sure. I could want to go travel the world, absolutely. But I'm talking about, like, careers out there, jobs out there. Like, I personally don't want to have a child, but I would be more than willing to date somebody that has children. So I guess that's probably the only thing that I could say is, I don't even want to say missing because not everybody has to have children, you know, and I've talked about this before. So like, I really was thinking about it. I'm like, well, what is it? You know, and then I'm like, oh my God, I'm dying. And I went down that road and it was so funny because they were like, why is that your next thought? And I'm like, because now what? You know, like I'm floating out here in the unknown and the uncertainty. And I don't know. <laughs> what, what? Okay, find bliss. <laughs> you know, like, and I will say that recently because I've been having these conversations and um, I'm definitely proud of myself that I'm finally And when I stress finally, please feel this with me, finally in my adult life, I am not wrapped up in wanting to 
win over a man or make sure I'm doing it right so he likes me, like could give two flying fucks right now. And it's beautiful because I'm taking care of me. I'm making sure that I am living in my purpose, however that's supposed to be, that I'm taking care of myself financially as best as I can and learning how to to be more. And it's not because I'm trying to win over a man, you know, and I've been, it's because I truly want to do this for me because of my whys, because of how I was raised and the low bar that was placed on my life. I'm not doing this for society or for a man. I'm doing this to prove to myself that they were all fucking wrong. <laughs> and that's enough for me. So, um, yeah, there's just, there's a lot that I was feeling today, you know, and then I was, I was, I was vibing high. I was feeling good and I was just feeling the day all the way around. And then there's a woman and I believe I've talked about her before. She's a powerhouse activist. Her name is Tamika Mallory. And I somehow stumbled upon her through, I don't know, you know how you like click on one thing and then you click on another. The next thing you know, you're like five other accounts deep. And you're like, how did I get here? So I found her in that way. But she, she's a powerhouse, you know, like she's very inspiring, very empowering. Uh, and she's out there. You know, she's in the thick of it. She's on the front lines and she's divinely protected, I believe, you know, because she's risking her life and she's fighting for her people and making change and trying to really dig up some shit. And so she had posted something that happened out of, you'll have to go to my Instagram at amber.b.hugi it's Forney or I think it's Forney or phony. No, it's not phony. It's Forney. Regardless, I Googled it because I was like, what is this town? Clearly it's a smaller town. And it was based, uh, Texas popped up. And this woman was on there talking about her sister and her mother. And it was another police brutality, very violent, brutal attack. They both survived, but they're both in jail and just the description of what these, what this one police officer did in particular, Officer Martin, um, choked up, like she was foaming at the mouth, like everything that we watched, what George Floyd went through, this country has learned nothing and continues to brutally attack countless black lives. And we're like, oh my God, that's so sad. Oh my God, like... I just couldn't imagine. All right, baby, you want to go to Home Depot today? Yeah? All right. We'll make a list. You know, like, <laughs> me, I'm like, after George Floyd, like, I know that I'm pretty sure there's been other examples because this country is fucked. But that in particular, you know, and then the mother ended up going down too because she was trying to calm her daughter down and hold her hand. You know, like, that mother was probably so fucking scared because black people know what happens in scenarios like that because it's been proven over the years 
and she's probably praying with all of her might that nothing happens to her daughter. So she gets down and she holds her hand and she tries to keep her calm and this police officer attacked her. Didn't have his camera on. Somehow it all got recorded and then the mother got thrown in jail because she attacked a police officer. And the girl's in jail too, I'm pretty sure. Because somebody called somebody called the police on her and said she was jumping in front of cars. It's like black people just can't fucking live. But we freely can. I mean, there are white kids and, and white people in general that act wild. Wild. Nothing. Oh, they're just being kids. Let them play. Let them be kids. Do you know what's crazy is the way my mind thinks now? When I'm out in public and I'm doing things and I see black and brown teenagers like being goofy and having fun and like doing crazy shit. In my mind, I'm like, oh, please keep them safe. I swear. Because I, I know how this world really works. And it just takes one person to call the cops or one person to say something or feel like, whoa, settle down. You can't, you can't act like that. <sighs> you know, so I always kind of just give a little prayer. When I see, you know, kids being kids and teenagers having fun. So I just saw that story and I was like, and I shared it on my Instagram, but I'm like, wow. She was foaming at the mouth and you didn't give a fuck. And again, from what my Google search popped up, it's Texas. The racist state of Texas with them cowboy boots. And I'm not saying all of Texas is racist, okay? But they've been known to hold a certain energetic aura about them. And all the fuckery that's going on right now in the state of Texas, okay? Like going after abortion rights, going above and beyond and doing the very most to make sure that the voting is going to be real difficult for people to fucking vote. Even one of the, I forget who he is, a state representative or somebody, um, is trying to really investigate the election. Like, he's one of them. And it's, again, this is all on my Instagram. Um, there's slides talking about it, about the Texas laws. But he's like... <laughs> really digging into this shit to be like, well, let's prove that this election was actually fraudulent. And you're like, and then down to the curriculum and the educational system in Texas, teachers aren't allowed to even talk about Martin Luther King's I have a dream speech. Like what? Um, women's rights. Uh, just... <laughs> Uh, city living um it's just, it's crazy it's crazy so when i saw that that story in particular came out of texas i was like interesting so now add that to the list of texas is the police officers 
You know, like, what the fuck are you doing? Why is there not... Why, why is that still happening? Where's the training? Where is the... I don't know. I don't know the answer. If I had the answer, I would obviously be sharing it, <laughs> telling you what to do. I don't know. But it's like we get these white supremacist, racist piece of shits that wear a badge and protect the citizens of the great state of Texas or insert other state. And then something like this happens. Like he didn't even like approach her properly, just went in for, for the attack. And it's like, talk about unhinged, you know? Um, it's wild. It's wild. So, I don't know. Just trying to figure out how to coexist in this life and the times that we're living in and figuring out how to cultivate moments of joy throughout my day. And this is one thing, you know, like I love pouring into my podcast. I have no, I still have no expectations on this shit because let's talk about expectations. Today I was thinking about my chapter in Vegas and I did a a post about that too on my Instagram and it was me standing in front of which my understanding right now, old Las Vegas, which was a really awesome part of Vegas, like very vintage very Sinatra rat pack where they used to hang out just like the old Las Vegas is now like touristy and I'm like a fucking course it is <sighs> because people can't keep good shit no but um so I was posed in front of this big slot machine and I made my post about it and uh you know just I was freshly 21 man oh I was ready to take on life. I was finally ready to move out of my parents' place. I was ready to be grown. And I thought, where's the first... Okay, so I'm going to be out on my own for the first time. I'm just going to go to Vegas. Because I've always wanted to live there. And I used to visit there as a kid. So why would I not make that happen? <laughs> you know, and I had the, the financial resources at that time to do it. I was ready. I knew I was 21. So I was like, oh, I could have like a drink or two, too. Yeah, this is going to be great. Go to UNLV. Got accepted into UNLV. Woo, woo. (laughs) And I went there for communications and finally ended up aligning with a, a waiting tables. And, you know, like it was, uh, it was good. It was good. But then, just like life, sometimes you can't plan for the unexpected. And the unexpected was that Amber was going to really love the 24-hour lifestyle. And it was almost like it tickled my shadows. You know what I mean? It was like, come here, come here. (laughs) And so my shadow self was unleashed. And, uh... I I was a I was a party girl for two and a half years, you know, like 
And so I was thinking about that today, like, man, there was so much expectations and desires and hope. And the plan was that I was going to move out to L.A. and I was going to become an actress. But I couldn't get past Vegas, you know, because it was like, we never thought that Amber would like the 24 hour lifestyle, even though I was like already kind of like a party girl back in Michigan you know I'd been going to Canada the legal drinking age is 19 so we were going to Windsor through Detroit so for that we were doing that for two years then 21 you're like all right well I'm already introduced to the bar scene so now it's just now I don't have to cross the border now I can legally drink in the U.S. and in Michigan so it was like it was a build-up of alcohol tolerance so by the time I got to Vegas I was ready I had my big girl panties on I was like let's do shots of Jaeger every night <laughs> let's drink and drive stupidly every week and so I was thinking about all of that and you know flunking out of UNLV but getting certified and holding space at the local bars till sunrise you know, building up that alcohol habit and um, really so, really, really low self-worth. Very low. But, unbeknownst to myself at that time, I didn't realize how much lower my self-worth was going to become the following chapter after I moved from Vegas. But it's, it's funny how life works because the reason I left Vegas, the only reason probably divinely guided on some cosmic level, I suppose. My father got into a really traumatic car accident. And I remember getting the call and like my heart sunk into my stomach and nobody had any answers because it was, it was a very bad car accident. And they, my mom had to be like really raw and real with me. And she's like, I don't know if your father's going to make it. And you're like, oh, shit. You know? And so, you know, he made it. But it was a really, really long road of recovery. And he never fully recovered. He actually got worse. And other conditions happened and everything. But in that moment, I said to myself, I'm not going anywhere here. Like, I'm partying all the time. You know, uh, very just party girl all the way around. I flunked out of UNLV. I didn't have a plan. Was not about to go to fucking L.A. because I couldn't even make it work in Vegas. I mean, like, yeah, I was doing well, making money and stuff at my job. But, like, there was no direction. And I felt really unfulfilled and really disappointed because I thought it was going to be, like, something great. So when I knew how bad he was... And that, like, while my mom was talking to me, he was in the OR. And they were cleaning up everything. And then that's when they realized, like, all these other conditions. And so I literally tossed my shit into a dumpster. And my friend at the time from Michigan, she flew out one way and drove back cross-country with me. And... Then I experienced what, and I forget this author's name, but you can Google it. Um, She referenced it as a expectation hangover. And that's exactly what it was. 
You know, so it was like, that's what the, the thought strips have been today. So today was a big mental, like, roller coaster, which is usually every day. But, like, I'm trying to be better about balancing and harmonizing my energy. I'm like, well, if other pe- people can fucking do it, so can I. But I also don't want to completely remove me out of the mix because you know it's like I don't know it's just it's it's crazy you know it is truly a crazy experience that amazes me and dazzles me every day you know like even the Olympics you know in the story that broke out with Simone Biles walking away to take care of her mental health from competing, you know, and it's like, and, and there was a lot of support. Like I loved seeing everybody support her, but the energy of criticism was strong too. And it's like, you have to not be ignorant and be vocal and acknowledge the fact that she's a black woman who's more talented. Like I read that story as I was laying in bed that morning, drinking coffee, thinking, oof, I'm tired. I got like, just get it together. And then I, I slapped myself. I was like, Simone Biles is doing incredible things. And you're tired laying here having coffee. You know, like it actually motivated me for the rest of the day to make sure I was doing the very most that I could with my day. Because she's so talented and she has accomplished more than many of us ever will in our life before the age of 21. And people have the audacity to criticize her for putting her mental health first. So, you know, I have that post on my Instagram as well, too. And there was somebody that commented like, well, I I don't see how this is race related considering millions of people, you know, like that white response that white defensive response like let's let's just call it what it is that's what it is you know like well I just don't see how it's race related so I wanted to take that opportunity to kind of like the car light him honking on the horn I wanted to see if I could help him understand that like let's look at it from this perspective you know and I just said that, like, yes, it is a mental issue. It is absolutely a mental health issue that many of us, including myself, I have deep anxiety and at times what feels like depression where I can't get myself out of the mental state that I'm spiraling down. And learning how to self-care and nurture yourself. And if that means you got to walk away from a competition that everybody has all these high expectations on you to take care of yourself, fucking take care of yourself and do not feel guilty. But because, you know, of who she is and the platform she's on and just the whole world's watching, that's a lot of fucking pressure for one person. And it's like, and people want to be out here doing what they do, criticizing greatness as they're on their fucking couches thumbing away on social media like oh that's just lazy or oh, whatever the fuck they were saying you know and it's like 
we have to, and it, this was inspired off of a post I saw the other day, we have to continuously celebrate, protect, and respect black women. Okay? Like, let's just be real with that. Black women do a lot of fucking incredible and hard things in this life for everybody because they have to. Like, let's just take one example, the democracy, if you even want to call it that. (laughs) The state that it's in right now. Generations of hard work is just... Black women are at the forefront of trying to help save this democracy, not for white people, for their community. Because it's like, how can you continuously shit on a group of people and create all these barriers and all these restrictions and then, you know, you go back to slavery and then you voting and all of it and you expect, what, white people to jump in and be like, you know what, we got this. I don't see that happening. And I'm even throwing myself in there because it's like, uh, you know, I'm just going to leave it at that. I'm throwing myself in there too. But black women have to... And I just said this to somebody a couple weeks ago. I said, how messed up is it that you are the most oppressed group of, of humans on this planet and you have to lead the fight? You have to lead your own fight because white people aren't going to do it. Just not. We're not going to as a whole step in and be like, you know what? I'm going to put the paintbrushes down from Home Depot. Okay, I'm going to put down my Miller Lite cans and my barbecue and I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to be there. I'm going to do the fight. You have white people, yes. You have amazing other races and nationalities that are helping out, but like black women seriously have to lead the fight. So let's not ignore that. That's why white men are so fucking stupid and, and petrified because black women are magic. Like, they go through the most shit. They have to live and relive trauma in society. Um, they have to be the strength of this planet. Like, that's talk about pressure. So then you go back to Simone Biles, who I'm not saying that in her mind. May, I don't know. I'm not her. Like, how much of it was the fact that she's a black woman? Probably a lot of it, I would assume. But, like, that's a lot of pressure all the way around. You're incredibly talented and gifted. You are representing the U.S. in the Olympics. You're a champion gymnast. You are a black woman. You're 21. Like, (sighs) you don't think that's going to wear on someone? And, um, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't get it. I really don't get it. So I think black women are exceptional and they just don't get the love and respect that they deserve. They go above and beyond. Like I read on Instagram the other day, there was this woman who got into the top six, not three, not two, 
not four, six top medical schools. Six. And she's a black woman. I'm like, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And that's, that is an example why society is threatened by black women. Because they're fucking magic. They're amazing. Like, I couldn't even imagine getting into six medical schools. It's crazy. Amazingly crazy. So, that's my, that's my episode today. As I rub my eyes. Be careful because the Delta variant is mutating and spreading. Oh, God. It's always something, you know, and then you got the non. And that's, you know, I was thinking about that, too. I'm like, you got these assholes that are out here like, I'm not putting a mask on my freedom. Like, they're fucking impressed. Get out of here. You wouldn't know the first thing. See how white people are revolting from masks. It's like, okay, imagine living with this with a different skin color that you don't like and really truly understanding what oppression feels like and there was a quote that i had shared from andy warhol on tonight's instagram post people will change when they want to and that's true you can you can't shake someone awake if you tried and and then some of the quote had said people sometimes die without even making that change and then also when they want to change nothing can stop them all of that is true and all of that is what we witness day to day in society even me, like, I get so mad. I'm like, why is there still police brutality? Why did George Floyd not wake people up? Police officers specifically to be mindful of their tactics and their rapport with black people because they don't care because they're on a mission, a distorted, dysfunctional psychotic mission but they're on a mission and you're like there's just so much white protection and validation (coughs) for that type of behavior so where's the future of America going I don't know I was in a conversation recently where they thought (laughs) The country was going to be divided up and there'll be, you know, Canada might take some of this. And I was like, you know what? I've been trying to go to Canada, bitches. I ain't lying. I'm trying to go to Canada. (sighs) And it's crazy because I say to myself so much in a week's time. How did we get here? Why are we here? Is this what our lives are going to be like? You know? Like, when I record these episodes, sometimes I do it, like, glorifying the fact that, like, long after I'm gone, maybe somebody will listen to these and be like, whoa, she was really talking some, like, serious, deep shit. 
and then hopefully looking at their life in the in the world and being like yeah she would be happy to know that it like is good it's healthy you know that's what i hope for because it ain't gonna happen in my fucking lifetime and i haven't even done the very most i've done little pockets of time helping out and working for a nonprofit and you know just doing things that are important to me that are in the community and when I lived in Detroit ugh, god there was so much that I enjoyed doing community wise but I think I'm going to wrap it up there because I feel like the thought stream is disappeared <laughs> so thank you for energy exchanging I can't force you to change or who knows maybe you're listening because you're like I feel you I get it I think the same I feel the same you know and together we create change the evolution of life so if you'd like you can connect with me on Instagram at amber.b.hugi or you can <clears throat> excuse me you can email me at amber. <coughs> Jesus H-U-Y-G it's not COVID oh my god but I guess it doesn't matter anymore side note if you're fully vaccinated I saw that tonight from Chris Como. I was like oh great so I put that shit in my body for what to last two months <laughs> called it <laughs> no I'm kidding I was like, do we know how long this shit's going to last in our system? So we might have to bring back the masks. The mask attack. <sighs> I don't even remember what I was saying, but it doesn't matter. Just, I'm out there. I'm out here. <laughs> I'm out here, and I'm trying to get out here more in ways that I can. So, thank you for listening, and... uh Please be kind to yourself, because when you're kind to yourself, you are absolutely kind to other people. And take care of yourself overall. Your mental state, your emotional state, your spiritual, everything. Protect yourself. Light sage in your place and clear out the energy. That shit's real. I sage every day now. <laughs> and um, just take care of you and your loved ones, you know, if if that brings you joy, because life's pretty wild. So until next time, peace and love.